when the howls of the evening find you, and the skeletons in your closet begin to shift and change, you'll know it's time for the Pike Horror Show. Hello, my name is Richard, and this is the Pike Horror Show, the only podcast that is scripted, rehearsed, well-planned, and never takes shortcuts. Now, this episode's going to be a little bit different than other episodes for a couple of different reasons. On one kind of less important hand, my schedule and planning didn't work out the way I expected it to. So as of right now, there's still about six hours of stuff to watch before I could make the episode that I was planning to make this week. But on the other, much more important hand, I recently watched a movie that I really wanted to talk about, and that movie is The Sadness. So The Sadness is a Taiwanese horror movie that came out in 2021. So already, it's newer than most of the movies I talk about. And unlike the directors that I usually bring up on this show, like John Carpenter, James Wan, Ridley Scott, The Sadness was Rob Jabaz's directorial debut. I'm pretty sure it's Jabaz. It could be Jabba's. Great name, regardless. But since it was his debut, there's nothing to look back on or reference. So while most of the stuff I talk about is usually part of a franchise or a series or a legacy, the sadness is kind of like an island. Plus, I heard about it on TikTok of all places. But since I just watched it, it's a standalone movie, it's the director's first movie, and it's still pretty new so I don't want to really dive into the story or elements. That's a lot different than spoiling a movie that came out in like the 70s. So I figured it'd be a good fit for this test episode of a uh, Pike Horror Show Mini. But before I got any further, I just wanted to say, the subject matter of the sadness can get pretty disturbing. And I don't mean that in a gatekeeper kind of way. I'm not saying, oh, you're not a real horror fan unless you like looking at the most disgusting and disturbing things anyone can imagine. But if there's stuff you prefer not to see or hear, you won't know there's that stuff unless someone tells you. The Sadness has blood and gore, which is present in a lot of horror movies, but it also has things like sexual assault and mutilation. And while those scenes aren't the frontrunner or most important part of the movie, I'd rather mention it here and give you a heads up than send you that direction and have you be blindsided. But anyway... I just wanted to say The Sadness is the best Taiwanese movie I've ever seen, whether it be horror or otherwise. Now, as a disclaimer, it is the only Taiwanese movie I've ever seen, but the statement stands. Like I said, I first heard about The Sadness on TikTok, and it just so happened to be streaming on Shudder. Shudder being a streaming service that specializes in horror content that you could imagine I use pretty often. So there wasn't any sort of extra fee to watch it, so I put it on randomly with really no expectations or idea what it was. And while, in my opinion, going into a movie completely blind can be the best way to experience it, usually you have at least some sort of expectation. Your expectations may be shattered, or there may be a twist, but you probably have at least some sort of reference point. Movie trailers, for example, will sometimes show the silhouette of the monster, or a quick flash of the killer. Hell, sometimes the trailer just shows you all of the good parts and gives away the entire plot. But I didn't know anything about the sadness going in. It was just a random TikTok man saying, uh, go watch this, partner. He was a cowboy. So I had a recommendation, I had access, and I had some free time. The perfect combination for a brand new experience. 
but whew, I was not ready. Very early on, the sadness shows you it's something different. The story and overall premise do get going right away, but even in just the build-up, even right away the cinematography gets your attention, even though nothing's really happening. And I'm sure it's not the only movie that's done this, but the start of the story is during a quarantine. Everyone is being kept inside by a contagious virus, and the movie was released in 2021, so there are some obvious real-world parallels. It also shows that some people totally disregard it and believe it's all politicized. There's even a part where an angry podcaster is yelling at a doctor, saying that it's all made up. And I just felt that was a very interesting real-world angle I haven't seen yet. Like I said, I'm sure there's more movies that do that, but this was the first one I've seen. And don't worry, that's not really a spoiler. All that is set up in the first 5-10 to 10 minutes. But personally, because that setup was so real and familiar, it got my attention right away. And shortly after that, the movie starts to pick up and gain speed, and like... Holy shit. The first quote-unquote reveal in The Sadness is probably one of the most unsettling and disturbing starts to a movie I've ever seen. And it never really lets up. From there, the sadness is an assault of gore and discomfort and depravity. And even when it's not in your face and sort of takes a back seat to building a story, it never loses the tension. Even the less intense scenes are still unnerving and you just know whatever they're setting up is going to be terrible. I mean, it's probably going to be fucking rad, but you know, terrible. And while everything in that movie is a, is a nightmare, I think the reason it gripped me so much is because it didn't take itself too seriously. But at the same time, it never feels cheesy. And I'm not trying to discredit the scares or the experience or the intensity. A lot of the quote-unquote not taking itself too seriously aspect is found in the gore. And not to throw another movie under the bus, but the movie Martyrs is very gory and it does take itself very seriously. If it wasn't for the gore in Martyrs, Martyrs wouldn't be a movie at all. Everything from the characters to the plot to the progression, it's directly related to doing something terrible to someone. But unlike movies like Friday the 13th or A Nightmare on Elm Street where the over-the-top kills and ridiculousness is part of the fun, Martyrs isn't fun at all. The whole movie is designed around being disgusting and gross and horrible. And the movie's made in a way where you know that as the viewer you're supposed to be taking something from it, but you just don't. You know it's trying to be artsy and deep and dramatic, but they forgot to make it something worth watching. Went on a bit of a rant there. But what I was trying to say is the sadness doesn't feel like that. It keeps pushing the envelope and sometimes things seem a little unrealistic, but it's kind of fun and it doesn't take you out of it. It feels like if you watch the movie and then approach the director to say, hey buddy, when you stab a guy, do you know that 80 gallons of blood doesn't squirt out of him? He wouldn't get defensive or admit that he didn't do any research. It seems like he'd be like, yeah, I know, but it made that scene fucking rad. And it might sound like I'm making a joke, but I think a lot of movies would benefit if someone in the writer's room kept adding stuff by just saying, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Regardless of how you feel about Star Wars, imagine a Star Wars movie where people are sitting around saying, wouldn't this be cool, wouldn't that be cool? And it might not be everyone's favorite movie, but I bet it would be cool. And to me, the sadness definitely has that energy about it. Not so many lightsabers and Chewbacca's, but all in all, I think it's a great movie that isn't afraid to have fun. Now, don't get the wrong idea by me calling it fun. The movie is basically unsettling for the entire runtime, and some parts are downright horrifying. But its absurdity and tendency to be over the top doesn't take you out of it. If anything, it brings you into the movie and makes you play by its rules. 
And that's why when you feel like you're starting to figure it out and you're starting to understand, when the movie reminds you that you certainly do not understand, it's that much more impactful. You start to build confidence and hesitantly start to arm yourself before the movie immediately disarms you and fucks you up. And again, I knew I wouldn't be able to talk about this movie too long. Like I said, it's newer, it's kind of a standalone, I really don't want to spoil anything. But I knew I wanted to talk about it in some capacity. As a fan of horror movies and all things related to horror, you experience a lot of stuff, but not a lot of stuff sticks with you. A lot of horror stuff is entertaining, even if it's not good. But when you experience something that you really enjoy and that really affects you, that's special. I'm sure I'll make a list of all my favorite horror stuff at some point, but if I made that list right this second, the sadness would definitely be on it. And I'm confident that whenever I do get around to making it, the sadness will be on that too. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pike Horror Show. I know it was a little shorter than usual, but I think it was the best way to talk about a movie without going too in-depth or giving too much away. Anyway, if you liked what you heard, be sure to follow wherever you listen, and be sure to check out some of the older episodes. In my opinion, it's a pretty good mix of movies, books, and video games. All horror-related, of course. But if you're all caught up with the Pike Horror Show and you're still craving horror content, the folks over at Studying Pixels just released an episode about The Quarry, a new decision-based horror game from the creators of Until Dawn. In the episode, Stefan and Dan do an in-depth and spoiler-free review. That episode, as well as the entire show, is interesting, informative, and a lot of fun to listen to, so I had to mention it. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. My name is Richard, and this has been the Pike Horror Show. Amazing! Wow.